Hey, this is Reno Lovison, executive producer at chicagobroadcastingnetwork.com. March is National Women in History Month. So why not take a look at some Chicago women who have left a mark on our local history and on the world stage. Since March is also National Reading Month, I thought we would focus on a few Chicago women who have made their mark with the written word. The first name that came to my mind was Edna Ferber, whose family moved around the Midwest in her childhood, including extended time in Chicago. Ferber, who experienced brutal anti-Semitism, used her novels and plays to champion the cause of equality, not just for women, but all people. This is of course evident in Showboat, which was the basis of the ever popular Broadway musical of the same name. She won a Pulitzer Prize in 1925 for So Big, one of my favorites, which is also the story of an independent woman raising a child on a truck farm outside Chicago, South Holland to be exact. I've read the book and am also a fan of the 1953 movie starring Jane Wyman. Margaret Anderson was editor and publisher of The Little Review, a literary magazine she founded based in Chicago's historic fine arts building on South Michigan Avenue. The Little Review lasted from 1914 to 1929, introducing the works of many of the most prominent writers of the early 20th century, including T.S. Eliot, James Joyce, and Gertrude Stein. At times considered quite controversial, Anderson was known for her groundbreaking approach to publishing, and her work helped to shape the literary landscape of her time. Playwright and author Lorraine Hansberry was the first African-American female author to have a play performed on Broadway. In 1938, Hansberry's father bought a house in the Washington Park neighborhood of Chicago, incurring the wrath of some of their white neighbors. Her most notable work, A Raisin in the Sun, tells the story of a black family's experience on the South Side as they attempt to improve their financial circumstances while dealing with matters of housing discrimination, racism, and assimilation. Gwendolyn Brooks, named the Poet Laureate of Illinois in 1968, was the first black author to win the Pulitzer Prize. Though born in Topeka, Kansas, she was raised on the south side of Chicago, where she attended Hyde Park High School, then Wendell Phillips, before finishing up at Inglewood High School near 62nd Street. Her first book of poetry, A Street in Bronzeville, published in 1945, earned critical acclaim for its authentic portraits of life in Bronzeville. Brooks' second book of poetry, Annie Allen, published four years later, focused on the life and experiences of a young black girl growing into womanhood in the same predominantly African-American community, and was awarded the 1950 Pulitzer Prize for Poetry. Sandra Cisneros, who was born in Chicago in 1959 and earned a bachelor's degree from Loyola in 1976, has become a literary icon. Cisneros is best known for her book, The House on Mango Street, a coming-of-age story that explores themes of identity, culture, and community. The book has been translated into multiple languages and has sold millions of copies worldwide, making Cisneros one of the most widely read Latina authors in the world. In the spirit of National Women in History Month and National Reading Month, I think it's only fair to mention Oprah Winfrey, who has deep roots in Chicago and has been a champion of literacy through her famed book club. Also consider Vivian Harsh, who is noted as the Chicago Public Library System's first African-American librarian. 
and founder of the Vivian G. Harsh Research Collection of Afro-American History and Literature, currently located at the Woodson Regional Library, just east of Beverly on Chicago's south side. These are just a few of the remarkable women who have made a significant impact on Chicago's literary history. Their works continue to inspire us today, and we celebrate them and all women during National Reading Month and National Women's History Month. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com, encouraging you to investigate the lives and works of some of these other notable Chicago women as well. Ida B. Wells, journalist, civil rights activist, and suffragist. Jane Addams, social reformer, founder of Hull House. Ruth Page, dancer and choreographer, founder of the Ruth Page Foundation. Lucy Flower, founder of the First Chicago School for Girls and advocate for education reform. Ada S. McKinley, social worker and advocate for African-American women and children. Myra Bradwell, one of my favorites because I graduated from Myra Bradwell Elementary School, was lawyer and suffragist who was the first woman to be admitted to the Illinois Bar. Frances Willard, educator and women's suffrage leader, and Maria Tallchief, ballet dancer and first Native American to become a prima ballerina who served as director of the ballet for the Lyric Opera of Chicago from 1973 to 1979. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And as always, if you need marketing assistance or video production for your business or organization, check out renoweb.net. If you're interested in piano lessons for all ages, visit lakeshoremusicstudio.com, a 100% woman-owned business serving Chicago's Gold Coast, Old Town, Lincoln Park area. Let's hear a little more music from Edna Ferber's Showboat by composer Jerome Kern and lyricist Oscar Hammerstein II. Look for this recording and others at YouTube. in the drama. We could say you are gay night and day. But go away. We drink water from a dipper. You drink champagne from a slipper. Though it seems cruel to bust all your dreams, still I must. Here's the truth I tell you. Life upon the wicked stage ain't ever what a girl supposes. Stage door Johnny's orange raging over you with gems and Everybody whispers, ain't her life a world? Oh, you're warned against a rue, ruin in your reputation. I have played around the one night trade around a great big nation. Wild old men who gave you jewels and sables only live in Aesop's fables. Life upon the wicked stage ain't nothing for a girl. Don't we listen to you, Mona?